The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. We've all heard the story of Frankenstein. Frankenstein is a scientist who creates and brings to life a man-like monster, which eventually turns on him and destroys him. If you listen to this program, I'm sure you know our sky is no longer normal, although most people accept it. Did you know there is a new scientific term for the new sky and the 12 new types of clouds added to the cloud atlas? It's called Homo Mutatus Sky, Man-Made Sky, or shall we say Franken-Skies. Greetings, I'm your host, Mel Fambergas at Veritas Radio. If you want to listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. And if you want to get in touch with me, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. I always love to hear from you. Tonight's special guest is Matt Landman who grew up in the suburbs of Washington, D.C., where he studied business and received a bachelor's degree in marketing management from Virginia Tech and an MBA with a focus on strategic sustainability from the University of California at Humboldt. After various career in business and finance, Matt left the corporate world to be an organic farmer, where he unknowingly had actually began his career as an activist, working outdoors and dependent upon the elements. Matt witnessed weather engineering in Northern California, as the region suffered from a historic and catastrophic drought, the realization that the weather was being manipulated via atmospheric aerosol dispersal changed Matt's life forever, as he inevitably decided to devote his existence to exposing the hidden agenda in 2015. Since his commitment, Matt hosted the first annual Global Cam Trail Summit in Vancouver, Canada. In June of 2017, Matt released the groundbreaking documentary, Frank and Skies, and has since been promoting the exposure of the film and working on the film's sequel. Matt will be hosting the third annual Global Chemtrail Summit in Tucson, Arizona, right here my town in May of 2018, which is a fitting location considering the public launch of solar engineering chemtrails as a solution to global warming. Matt continues to inspire others to bring awareness to geoengineering where many feel much scrutiny and transparency is needed. Matt has many websites, and they're all listed at VeritasRadio.com. Matt joins us directly from Sedona, Arizona. Hello, Matt, and welcome to Veritas. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for the introduction. My pleasure. Matt, let's begin with a very similar background in a way. I went to school, studied business, went to the corporate world, and all of a sudden, we all become activists in a way. What's aside from what you saw, what triggered you to become an activist? Well, you know, basically it was the world that we live in. Um, but my specific journey is when I was farming in Northern California. Um, like you said in my introduction, I got out of school, I got an MBA, and I thought I was going to be working in the corporate world. I worked in finance after graduating, and then finally I had an opportunity to work on an organic farm. And I learned so much on that farm. I was um, I would say 34 years old, and I swear I did not realize that a potato in the ground would actually grow potatoes. I'd gone through so many layers of indoctrination that I didn't know anything about nature. And so when I learned all these different details about how to grow and how to be sustainable and how to 
really live in the real world, I started um, listening to my senses and started looking up and realizing things weren't the way they should be. And what I really witnessed was this drought causation. I witnessed weather manipulation firsthand. And that really made me start to think that if the drought was being caused and so many people didn't know about this topic at all. And when I delved into it, the scariest portion of it for me was that literally nobody knew such a small fragment of the demographic of, of the overall population even knew about chemtrails or knew about geoengineering. And most of those people knew that it didn't exist. They had been programmed to demonize people who use the word chemtrails. So once I realized that that was fact, I had to devote my existence to it to get the word out because I, f I feel like the one person can make a difference. Absolutely. And just a, a few days ago, this is just a quick parenthesis, William Felderhoff, uh, one of our guests here on the radio program, he's a former pilot for KLM who was in this radio program. He forwarded a recent uh, audio from an air traffic controller where the tower tells an aircraft you have some chemtrail left of your wing. I've never seen it so so low. That's what she said. And the pilot asked her to repeat, and she said it again by name, chemtrails left of your wing. Have you heard that audio? Yes, I have. Um, I don't mean to gloat, but if it's if it's been chemtrail related, it's it's come across my desk. Um, I ever since I literally devoted my life to exposing and stopping this treason in our skies, which was three years ago. Every single day, it's it's something and I'm learning and I'm growing more and more. So the the activist who first brought that to my attention um, has a website called StopSprayingUs.com. His name is Patrick Roddy. He spoke at an EPA hearing a couple years back in Washington, D.C., exposing the barium salts, especially that are sprayed in the atmosphere for experimentation and weather modification, what have you. But yeah, I, I highly recommend his website, StopSprayingUs.com, Patrick Roddy. He, he did a whole article on that maybe a year and a half ago when that audio first came out. And what's so daunting about that is they're talking about only one wing. When, when there's a malfunction and only one wing or one engine is being affected, that is that has got to be a wake-up call for people when they see that. Also, Patrick Roddy, um, who is an amazing speaker, he will be speaking at my event um, at the Global Chemtrail Summit or the Global Summit to Stop Geoengineering is the new title um, on May 12th at the Gallagher Theater at the university. So come and meet him there if you'd like. Oh. I'll make sure that I'll be there. I hardly go to conferences these days, but if you're in Tucson and this is a, a topic very close to my heart, I, I, can, I will be there myself as well to meet you and, and everybody else. Now, before we begin, I want to discuss a short video you sent me a few days ago about the rollout of 5G. I believe it was the chief of the FCC who said this, millions of products will be connected from pill bottles to water, all areas including rural, saturated with radiation. The biggest Internet of Things is yet to be imagined. What's your take on that? Uh, my, my, my take on that, brother, is that that video um, put a knot in my stomach for over 24 hours. Um, I sent that video over to you and everybody that I know, and then I couldn't sleep. The, the, the man seemed completely evil, focusing on money over human health. And he even says in that short four-minute video that you can find on my YouTube page, Matt Landman, he says in that short video, he says 
that um, research good. Yes, he says researching human health is not part of their primary agenda. It's innovation and learning how to um, manipulate microwave frequencies for their advantage. But really, the darkness in his eyes when he's gnashing his teeth talking about money. I could go on. I could do this whole show on 5G. And Tucson, unfortunately, is one of the first cities to launch 5G. And Arizona, particularly, is the first state that claims they will go statewide 5G. The most important takeaway for 5G, um, for anybody listening, and please spread this um, far and wide, the thing about microwaves of this intensity and size, okay, we're talking about one millimeter in width size waves. These are the same waves that you're um, that you're uh, targeted with when you go through the body scanner at the TSA at the airport. These one millimeter waves, they're they're really they're they're harmful. Yes, they split cells. They they literally microwave your body. They can cause tumors and cancer and all this stuff. They're really harmful. But the the most impactful harmful thing that they, these microwaves, this five G technology, is it's it's so harmful to infants. And in particular, it's especially harmful to fetuses, babies growing in. Um, pregnant mom's stomachs. And so when fetuses are really small and they're being bombarded with these microwaves, they are deformed to the point that they cannot grow eggs. So once 5G is launched, especially nationwide, we will have a nationwide generation of women that cannot have children. Okay. So this is like a, it's a slow kill. Right. There's been memos released that we're in the midst of World War Three, but World War Three is actually a quiet war. That's what the frequency control with the 5G, the smart meter, smart grid and the chemtrail correlation, which I'll be talking about in my second film when I d delve into frequency. This quiet war is a target on the next generation. OK, we won't see the impacts as bad as the next round of children. And when they come, they will be infertile. We cannot let the next generation of humans not be able to populate because that's part of the transhumanism AI agenda where they're going to pitch through the control media that people will have the opportunity to live forever to save humanity. And by doing so, they'll convince people that they need to get implants and become part cyborg. And literally, humanity's destiny is on the verge of being completely hijacked by a very small group of evil people. You know, many years ago, Barry Trower, I don't know if you know who he is, from England, former intelligence, he told me that this is causing already years ago, Wi-Fi in schools is causing infertility. And it's it's really, really dampening you know, what's happening with with little girls. But this man, and this is the FCC chair, Tom Wheeler, giving the remarks in the at the National Press Club talking about the uh, 5G networks. He said, as you very well said, this is very, very prof profitable for the United States and nobody's going to get in the middle of it. And this is damn good. I mean, folks, I'm a capitalist, but when it comes to taking health, I always put health and the and the benefit of our future generations before anything else. And this is just absolutely preposterous. 
Thank you, brother. And you're absolutely correct. And yes, Barry Trower, he's amazing. If I can get the money together, I'd love to have him flown in for the summit in Tucson on May 12th. I'm already flying in an activist from Dublin and the crowdfund that I've launched under GoFundMe. It's at GoFundMe.com slash Stop Geoengineering. And then you can find it through my website, StopGeoengineeringTucson.com. But yes, I, Barry Trower will be in my sequel, um, my next film. And what's amazing about his credibility is he worked for the British Central Intelligence Agency. He is in the know. And he knows all about that 5G microwave frequency technology and the impact on human health. What's especially interesting is if you look into um, the USSR and Russia in the 80s and even 70s, they researched this technology and released a lot of very informative documentations and research studies, double-blind research studies with humans and everything. And they determined that this microwave technology is very, very harmful. Did I hear from him also that this there was an exchange between the embassies and some cancers came along? And remember a few months ago in Cuba, some of the U.S. Uh, diplomats suffered permanent uh, a hearing loss and they were blaming it as some kind of technology. The Cuban government denies that they had any involvement. Who knows if some of these people are being used as guinea pigs? I saw that headline and, and that was... That was um, it was helpful for the world to see the headline that that the accusations were there to so for people to realize that that technology does exist. You know, Matt, sometimes I wonder, you know how the president does not have the security clearance to access a lot of information. And I wonder if any president has asked and has been denied the information about chemtrails. What branch of the government do you think is behind this? Well, I think that the presidents have got to be in the know because with just a little research, I've been able to find a staggering amount of information. The Department of Energy, shockingly enough, is a huge player in all of this. What was an interesting part of my evolution as an activist is I got caught up in this duality that most people get caught up in, this polarized argument over the terminology, chemtrails or geoengineering, okay? And so you get stuck with researching those two terms. I even went and did an alert so that every single day, Google would send me an email with all of the articles that got released that day that used the word chemtrails, geoengineering, and solar geoengineering, okay? I thought I was being creative. I thought I was being smart. I thought I was smart for knowing the word geoengineering, okay? All the while, the Department of Energy is releasing staggering amounts of information and articles and publications, the most daunting one to research, to look up on your own, is the tropospheric aerosol program from the Department of Energy, okay? This document is 99 pages. It does not use the word chemtrails. It does not use the word geoengineering. They're very smart. They know exactly what they're doing. They control the media. They control the polarized argument. They even control most of the activist community. I mean, they've got the money. Okay, and what it is is in 2001, the tropospheric aerosol program. Mind you, 2001 is when 9/11 happened, so a lot of people weren't thinking about airplanes spraying chemicals. They were thinking about terrorism, you know, and invasion of other countries. And they were very much stricken in this fear frequency. Nobody was waking up at this juncture. And what happened was in 2001 is 
the tropospheric aerosol program, you can look it up, tropospheric aerosol program, Department of Energy PDF. If you search that term, you will have a document that will blow your mind. And in the document, one thing that's amazing that they talk about are precursor gases. They have planes releasing precursor gases. So I've learned through this document that even contrails nowadays with the new engines, the new high bypass turbofan jet engines, they release cooled down air from the jet engines. When you see jets flying, airplanes flying back and forth with no nothing coming out of the back of the plane, that's normal. When you see what we've been conditioned and indoctrinated and programmed to believing is a contrail, that is a precursor gas. It's usually barium salts, but it's it's basically they're making a soup up there and they have to put up the base before they spray the other chemicals to mix with those chemicals. So first they come along and spray some more transparent chemicals and tell us those are contrails, right? So we're already out of the loop when we think that we're making an educated, informed argument from our internet research talking about what a contrail is and and the conditions at which a contrail may even exist. There are no conditions for a contrail to exist anymore with the new with the engines that exist at modern day. So in this document, Tropospheric Aerosol Program, the Department of Energy they seem to be completely in charge of the whole thing. They grid the skies over Nashville, Tennessee with various chemicals. They put up research drones and balloons to monitor the plumes. This is all in 2001, and the document literally outlines all of it. The budget, they they commit millions of dollars towards risk um, mitigation and making sure they don't get caught. They literally put money towards making sure they don't get caught. And all the while, the, if you look up another term, civil society actors, there's these civil society actors meetings in Washington, D.C. And what these people are, are they are, they are actors in society. If you look up the term, it says non-governmental participants that manifest the will of the public. That is the definition of these actors in society. They're manifesting the will of the public by basically building our mental constructs and steering our opinions, shaping and forming our tastes, our opinions, our everything through the media, through the television mind control device with the talking heads. You know, a lot of people don't know about the consolidation of media. 90% of all of the media, every publication on earth is owned now by six companies. This wasn't like that when we were children. We actually had trusted news sources, but now they've all been consolidated. They've all been bought up. So sorry, perhaps even less because I think Disney's merging with Fox. <laughs> yeah, perhaps even less. So at this juncture of humanity, we we have this attack on discernment where we don't even where anytime any truth comes out, there's the exact opposite a bombardment of the exact opposite online and through all the media coverage that the people don't even know what to think or how to think or how to even think how to think, you know? So the Department of Energy, they not only formed the tropospheric aerosol program, released the budget and the budget of the 2002, 2003, and it's millions and millions of dollars. But if you really look into it and think about it from a very logical perspective, there was a booming solar energy revolution. Okay, and the coal and oil evil scumbags of this planet, they probably were a little bit concerned. But blocking out the sun, 
that's a pretty easy solution for their problem that they were being faced with. So not only did they form this program through the through um, the U.S. Air Force and what have you, but after 9-11, which was the perfectly timed year for them to launch this program, after 9-11, half of the expenditures out of Congress went black ops. So people, the, the con- Congress... Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, Proceed to the Veritas Plus member section, or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at VeritasRadio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today, with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at VeritasRadio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at VeritasRadio.com.